The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, good morning and welcome to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We hope you are doing well this morning. My name is Steve Tiber, and I'm hanging out with a dear friend, Mike Fiella. Good morning, Steve. I love the way you say good morning. That puts like a shock wave through my my spirit and gets me. Hey, come on, let's get you know. Let's get. Let's get. I'm talking fast. I, I, <laughs> you're getting you're getting hyper on me. We're just starting. Hey, no. we're we're so thankful that you tuned in this morning. Every week across the country, we share share God sized stories from the mission field. The number eight in the Bible means new beginnings, and Eight Days Hope started by bringing a new beginning to Bay St. Louis. Waveland, Mississippi, after Hurricane Katrina. 2005. You got it. Yes. Back in December, where 684 people showed up. Okay. The plan was six, and God sent 678 <laughs> others. Oh, boy. And we rebuilt 84 homes for free in eight days, in hence eight the name days. Eight Days of Hope. And today, Mike, um, we're in Lake Charles, Louisiana, helping out with Hurricane Laura. As you know, Hurricane yes. Sally just hit yesterday down in Florida, uh, taking a look at how we can serve down there. We're in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Volunteers still are up there serving after that natural disaster. And listeners are saying, what natural disaster happened in Cedar yeah. Rapids? 35,000 trees were destroyed about uh, uh, a month ago when a crazy inland hurricane hit Cedar Rapids. And, and just about every home had damage. So we go coast to coast. Okay. More information, as always, go to the website, 8, you need to spell it out, 8daysofhope.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Michael, how are you, brother? I'm doing real well. I'm just uh, really amazed, and I'm thinking about, and I've been praying for you and praying for the all the leaders and all the volunteers, 160 leader volunteers, and uh, to get these jobs done. I mean, who would have thought for a month straight now we've been in four different locations? It has been a whirlwind, and actually, time flies because I think today is the start of week number six that okay. we've been actively deployed. We were in North All Carolina. Right. The hurricane that came up the coast caused some tornadoes, and we went there. And then Cedar Rapids had their disaster. Oh, bef- while we were in North Carolina, we were helping build a safe home for those rescued from sex trafficking in New York, New York State. And then we're in Cedar Rapids. And while we're in Cedar Rapids serving that community in week number three, okay. For our rapid response arm, because we go anywhere within a day. Sure. Hurricane Laura comes to Lake Charles, and we're there today. You know, four weeks after the storm, 650 volunteers have served with us. There's still two weeks left. You can come join us, Mm -hmm. Uh, but we're going to be in Lake Charles, Louisiana. They still don't have power, Mike. This was a this was a Category Four. This was the real deal. Oh, I mean, that was the one that hit at 152 for 53 miles an hour hit the land and stayed 130 throughout uh, yeah, it, it was just incredible now it didn't have the water damage that katrina had but the wind damage every home in lake charles sure. has damage mm-hmm. lake charles still today for the most part does not have power it, it major major lines are down that they said months yeah before they get it did you, is this 
the area where they're saying that until Christmas? That, that's it? what we're hearing now. That they're that saying is, that really? somewhere between Thanksgiving and Christmas, many of these families will not have power. Oh but we're there. We're there right now. And you could join us the next two weeks. You can volunteer. It's free. You have to be 18 years of age. That's the only requirement. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a skilled professional. We tarp roofs, clean up work, do chainsaw work. We salvage items for families of the home that was destroyed. We are making meals, delivery meals. We're doing laundry for people. I mean, as creative as you can be during COVID, sure. we might be doing it differently than we've done in years past. You know, We, we have some guidelines that we're following, of course, because that's who we are. But we need volunteers. We also need donations, Mike. Absolutely. Now, we've talked about this before. We've got partners who take care of our fixed costs. Right. But every single nickel, dime, penny, dollar, thousand dollar check that you yeah, send in you got goes right to the front lines. It does. And so if you don't, you might not be a business expert, and I you know, I respect that, but fixed cost is what it costs you to operate. And sure. our operating cost for the year, for the whole year, okay. is covered. Mm-hmm. By our partners, by they're our on partners. our website. Scroll yep. down that main page, and and um, so this means that if you donate today to help out with Hurricane Laura, Hurricane Sally, uh, Cedar Rapids, these safe houses uh, that that we're renovating across the country, um, and and today's guest, Caroline Frazier, yes, she's the executive director of Not Today, small K. N-O-T, nottoday.org. Uh, we're there today as we are halfway through renovating their facility to provide a safe place for those rescued from sex trafficking. So we do natural disasters and human disasters, but any donation online, just put in the memo part where you want it to go, and that's where we're spending it. So it's that simple. Stop and think about that for a minute. So are you saying, Steve, we're in um, Lake Charles, <laughs> yeah, we're, and at the same time we're in Indianapolis, you got it. and there's still some people in Cedar Rapids. And, yes, and, and right now we have equipment getting ready to uh, possibly deploy to help out with Hurricane Sally. And so, you know, at the end of the day, there's a lot of good organizations out there, and, and we love people that do what we do. We don't view anyone as competition. Not at all. No. no. And so if you're not drawn to Eight Days Hope and you're drawn to another organization, God bless you. Sure. But don't sit on the sidelines. Mm. Right now, the body of Christ, we need to step up and love the servant brokenhearted. And so we need volunteers in Louisiana. We definitely would want more volunteers down the road to help out with our safe houses. But today, Mike, in Indianapolis, 50 people are renovating a 17,000-square-foot facility oh, come on. that is going to be the national headquarters for Not Today. Not Today was founded by Frank Reich. Yes. Frank is the head coach of the Colts, dear friend of our ministry, dear friend of you and I. Mm-hmm. His wife, Linda, who I absolutely adore, Linda's sister, Christy, Christy Wolf, and now Caroline Frazier okay. are heading up Not Today, and they're working with us as we renovate a facility that will serve as their national headquarters on one side of the building, and on the other side of the building, uh, regionally, Ascent 121, A-S-C-E-N-T 121, okay. is the nonprofit organization, and this facility is going to serve children. Yes, let me say that Come again. On. Children. Come this on. facility will be serving children mm. who've been rescued from sex trafficking. Now, when you say children, some of the statistics are, or these statistics are 15 years of age and younger. The average age of a child who's trafficked in America 
Now, I'm not mm-hmm. talking third world country. I'm not talking about Thailand and, and some of those Asian countries, the Philippines, sure. where, where people have known for decades things have happened that shouldn't be happening. But in America, the average age of one that's trafficked is not the 23-year-old lady right. you think is walking up and down the street. Mm. It's a 12-year-old. Oh, come on. I can't. I can't. Listeners, let that soak in for a minute. When God showed Eight Days of Hope a couple years ago that we were to be a part of the movement that the church is is starting to really get, because it's starting to click, Mike, Mm -hmm. the church realizes we need to lead the charge. And so even though today we're helping out with Hurricane Laura, we're in Indianapolis where we have skilled volunteers. Now, these volunteers, everyone is skilled. Right. So now they'll let me come as long as I'm going to paint, Mike. But other than that, they say I got to stay out. But but what's amazing is that facility will use for decades to come, okay. Mike, to to help those who've been rescued because it's real. It's the fastest growing crime in the world. Well, and they're going to be using this facility for several things. They're going to bring bring awareness. They're also going to help with the prevention. Yes. And these are just some of the principles they have, and restoration. They need this building to be able to get these functions out there and running to get these uh, ha- have the rescues. So we're doing this for free, <laughs> half a million dollars of work being donated by men and women like you and I who mm-hmm. have skills. They can paint. They know how to do drywall. They know how to do flooring, plumbing. They're a carpenter. Maybe you're listening today, and maybe you're not a professional, but you're a handyman, handywoman. We need you. Sign okay. up for our email alerts. We have more coming up. Now, we only have a week left in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. uh, but we have one coming up in Mississippi, one coming up in Texas, uh, one in Tennessee, one in Alabama. So the next... Six, 12 months, we're going to be very busy uh, to bring hope to those mm-hmm. who are feeling hopeless through these other organizations. And we don't charge to do that. So you can volunteer or you can donate. We have people that you know say, I can't travel or I don't want to travel because of this pandemic. Sure. Sure. They can get online today and make a donation. Just put Safe House. Mm-hmm. And if you put Safe House in the memo line, we know where you want your dollars to be spent. Absolutely. Uh, but today we are, we're going at it, Mike. I was there this past week. Okay. And uh, I got to work. Mike. <laughs> so what did you do? Okay. I, I'm telling you, I did. So for one full day, we pulled up 17,000 square feet of 24-inch by 24-inch carpet squares. Oh, my goodness. And they were glued down 30 years ago. And I don't know who the glue manufacturer is, but I want to do a, a promo for you because your glue is like the strongest glue ever made. <laughs> Mike, my hamstrings. Oh, my. Yesterday, I still was feeling my hamstrings from four days ago. Oh, I'm telling you, Pull- you got a little more muscle on Yeah, <laughs> a little more muscle. That's why I walked in with a swag. But I was doing it. I was serving with a lady from Indiana who's in her 70s. Okay, really? I was serving with a lady who was in her 20s. I was serving with a gentleman in his 30s. Uh, The lady in her 70s, she was doing cartwheels all around us. She was having a blast. Now, she did tell me the next day that her hamstrings were hurting too from bending over and picking it up. But Mike, we had a blast. Well, what does that tell you, volunteers? Come on out, whether you're seven or seventy. Well, not seven, but you know, seventeen, eight. Well, you got to be eighteen you do. on these, and yeah. you got to be skilled. Yeah. But uh, I mean, look the variety of age and oh, backgrounds, yes. and it was great. What a great experience! It was great. So we have about fifty-two, fifty-three people there today. I think we have fifteen females. Okay. And so go females. 
<laughs> they are the hardest workers. I'm telling I, you, I these ladies, it. they can work outwork these men in a heartbeat. Uh, <laughs> but we have electricians and plumbers. Maybe you know how to paint. Maybe you're a really good painter. Again, maybe you've never done it for money, but you're yeah. a good painter. Go to our website. Sign up at 8daysofhope.com. Actually, we need some painters next week in Indy. So okay. if you live near Indianapolis, I'll tell you what. I'm going to throw this out because we're there for one more week. If you know how to lay flooring... Okay. Okay. We have 17,000 square feet of flooring that we're going to start tomorrow on Sunday. We're working like a five-hour day after church. Mm -hmm. And if you're a professional painter, know how to paint, email us today. Email us today. And I'll personally call you and thank you for coming because we do need some people now to do that. But the, the need is great, Absolutely. Mike. The need is great. Way beyond this one week. Absolutely. So let me ask you a question, Steve. Let's go back to 2005 when the ministry was founded, but your dad gave you the call. Sure. All right, let's fast forward it. How did you really think? I mean, you're, we're a disaster relief organization, first responders. Um, how do you get involved in something like this? I <laughs> yeah. mean, you got a board yeah. of directors you had to go to and say, sure. I'm thinking about this. Well, that's interesting. Our first trip, Mike, we rebuilt 84 homes in December. And again, welcome. You're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope went to Bay St. Louis Waveland. 84 families had their homes rebuilt by volunteers. We weren't even a, non- a nonprofit. Okay. So we had to quickly form a nonprofit, which we are, 501c3. We're faith-based. We do what we do to tell others, no, to show others okay. that Jesus loves them and that there is hope. And and we've done that 6,100 times with 6,100 families uh, from wow. coast to coast. I mean, our biggest trip was in Houston after Harvey. 4,600 people came. Actually, 4,692 people came. And we served 808 families. 239 families had brand new kitchen cabinets installed mm. in 15 days. We did a baseball doubleheader. In the middle day, we kind of, you know, we should have maybe gone eight and eight, but we went Eight, we eight, and then the middle day counted one for each side. But yeah. anyways, um, yeah, it's been amazing. So here we are, what, 53, 54 million dollars work later, but so many new believers, so many mm-hmm. people, volunteers falling on their knees saying yes to Jesus, thinking they were Christians. Sure. They show up and they meet Jesus for the first time. So, okay, but so... How do you then, with all of that, and by the way, folks, you got to see Steve light up when he talks about <laughs> facts and fingers and numbers. This, this guy, I love he's, he's got it down. I know. So how do you, it's not really switching gears. How do you add on now yeah. safe houses to sure. a disaster relief ministry? So our volunteers, for the most part, work with their hands. Half our volunteers are skilled professionals and half our people like you and I, we can do a little bit of, of, of little things, right? And But we can aid in the purpose. And so, you know, when God opened the door and showed us that trafficking is real, it's happening in America, and okay. these ministries need help. So this ministry called Not Today, and again, in a minute, we're going to be speaking to that. This is a half a million dollars they didn't have to raise because we're renovating the facility for free. There and so go. that gives their half a million dollars that they can raise to bring support to those rescued with college tuition paid for, with medical support, with counseling, with okay. all the things, with lodging. I mean, it, it's... When you're rescued from sex trafficking, I mean, there's not the emotional needs only or the right. physical needs. There's the spiritual needs, and that's Absolutely. what Not Today is doing. Yeah, and training how to get acclimated back into Amen. society, from working to cooking food, it, it, it's endless. Amen. Yeah, great. Well, next, um, and again, thank you for joining us. You're listening to Hope Reigns. In a minute, we're going to be joined by Caroline Frazier. She's the executive director of Not Today, and you're going to meet and, and hear a little about her journey. How does God take somebody who sits in front of the camera for the National Football League as a reporter and leads her to become executive director of a faith-based organization bringing hope to the hopeless? 
people who've been rescued from sex trafficking. We're going to be talking to her just in a moment. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is those who have been trafficked, sex trafficking. Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of making a difference with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters across the country, and that's a good thing, but there's only 600 beds for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking. And I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Every single month, somewhere in the country, we're gonna part with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we're gonna bring skilled professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel a facility so that more can be rescued from this heinous crime. We would love to see you on a future trip. For more information about the ministry, our safe house construction ministry, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tiber. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. And Mike, on the East Coast, I should be saying good afternoon. I keep forgetting. We're noon on the East Coast, 11 in Central. I don't know what that makes us out on the West Coast, but we're so (laughs) thankful that you're here. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiella. Hope Reigns is a broadcast where we share God's side stories from the mission field. And as Mike and I shared in the opening segment, right now, Mike, we're in Lake Charles, Louisiana, helping out with Hurricane Laura. Sure. We still have volunteers, but we have nothing. God has volunteers with us in Iowa, helping out with the recent damage uh, destruction Mm -hmm. up in Cedar Rapids, getting equipment ready to respond to Hurricane Sally wherever needed. You know, a lot's going on. At the same time, the same the time. Same, this is not our timing, this Mike, is the same because time. this wouldn't be our timing, right? Oh, um, my. But at the same time, we're in Indianapolis with the newest arm of the ministry where we help organizations sure. renovate, remodel, or build a facility to provide hope to those who've been rescued from mm. sex trafficking. Mm. It's the fastest growing crime in the world. Mike, I know you've got like 23 grandkids with one daughter. <laughs> how, how many is she up to now? Six or seven? Seven. Okay, I was close. Um, you have grandkids. Yeah. The average age of a child trafficked is 12 years old. Think about that, yeah. Mike. 
I, I what goes through your mind as a grandparent? Well, just yesterday, um, I was driving by the house. They live ten minutes from us, and I saw one of the young ones just running down the street, and I froze. Now that was the mm. eight-year-old. All right, and and I I started slowing down. I was ready to beat my horn, but I realized that he was only going two houses down okay. to meet his friend. But my heart jumped, and I started thinking about my fifteen-year-old. Mm. You know, my my my. Thirteen-year-old, that it, it just it, it just motivates yeah. me to, you know, get this word out, and so grateful for you know not today and others that are getting this 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 job out, getting the word out there and the awareness. And God, out there. God doesn't want us to live in fear, but this is a different world, and yeah. and and you know. Right now, we are so thankful that God has opened the door for us to partner with Not Today. And, Mike, we have the director in Indianapolis with us. Her name is Caroline Frazier. She's calling from Indianapolis. Caroline, I just left there, and I miss you guys, but how are you? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. We miss you, too, but I have to say your volunteers are stepping up mightily in your absence. And, um, gosh, we are doing so so good it's been you know full steam ahead here in indianapolis and it is amazing the work that has been done that was her way mike of saying that i was slowing them down (laughs) every every time i see harold i have 20 questions he's like steve can i get back to work i'm like yeah um caroline uh before we get into not today in your role give the listeners and again no pressure because you've been in front of the camera many times um 200 cities are hearing about not today and not today is k a small K, K-N-O-T, nottoday.org. We'll be sharing that multiple times. Caroline, j- just very briefly, a little bit about where you were raised, what got you to Indianapolis. G- get us there over the, the next couple minutes. Absolutely. So I am originally from South Carolina, a very small town in the upstate of South Carolina, and I was, you know, wanting to go and play college volleyball and do all these things. And that was my focus for so long. And I had the great opportunity to play at the University of South Carolina. And when I graduated, like many graduates, I needed a job. And so the Lord was so (laughs) gracious um, in providing an opportunity for my very first job to be in the NFL. So I majored in broadcast journalism. I wanted to be um, a sports reporter. My family's very oriented in sports. Of course, I went on to college um, and played, and my brother also, he went on to college um, to continue his athletic career in football. And so that's all I knew. I I knew sports, and that's what I wanted to stay in. And so um, specifically in football, uh, when I graduated about six months after I graduated, the Indianapolis Colts, uh, posted a job online for a team reporter. And people would ask me all the time, how did you get your job? And I said, I wish I had a better story for you. <laughs> like, they posted this job online. You know, I worked my connections that I had built at South Carolina. Uh, Will Muschamp, the head football coach there, yeah. he did assist me in getting this job. He had worked in the NFL previously and was able to kind of you know, open some doors for me or just get some people's attention. And, and he helped me get that job and land that job. And I was in Indianapolis for three seasons with the Colts. And in that time, uh, there was a head coaching change. And that change was from Chuck Pagano to now the head coach of Frank Reich. And so that's going to be an important piece of the story uh, in just a little bit. So I was with the Colts for three seasons. It was amazing. Uh, I just got to experience so many fun things. Uh, As a young, very young, naive sports reporter jumping into this world, I was following an NFL team around and telling people about what they were doing and how they were preparing for a game. 
Um, and then um, in 2019, 2018, I got the opportunity uh, to go back closer to home. And so I ended up moving to Charlotte, North Carolina to work for the Carolina Panthers in a very similar role. So I spent about five years working in the NFL as a team reporter. Absolutely loved it, but I really started to get this feeling of using my gift of communication for something more important um, than football. And I love football, and I think football is an amazing you know, entertainment piece. And for some people, that is their escape. When they come home from a long day of stress, they want to flip on content sure. and take in what the Colts or the Panthers did that day. And I was able to provide them with that escape. Um, I just had a tugging at my heart that, you know, the Lord had blessed me with communication skills and for me to use that in just a different way. And so if you go back to what I said about that head coaching change um, um, to Frank Reich to the Indianapolis Colts, through that I was able to build a relationship with Frank Reich and his wonderful wife, Linda, and they have started Not Today. And so when my husband now, at the time, was working underneath Frank Reich as his assistant. And oh, I, okay. So now yes. I'm connecting oh, the dots. All right. So like here, we, here we go, full <laughs> circle. So when my now husband mentioned to Frank, uh, I'm going to propose to Caroline. <laughs> Frank was very excited. He was very excited. And Frank asked, well, is she coming back to Indianapolis? And, you know, Park said, yeah, that's kind of what we're talking through. And, and through that grew the opportunity to work with Not Today. And so Frank and Linda came to me with this opportunity, and I immediately said yes. I probably should have asked more details. <laughs> but I, I immediately jumped to the opportunity because I knew that the Lord had been calling me into something more important and to work, um, you know, more just intensely in really what breaks his heart. I needed to learn more about and do something about. So I immediately jumped to the opportunity, and I've been working with Not Today for only about two months of fully getting myself immersed, but it wow. has been amazing what wow. we've been able to get done in just two months. I was telling my wife, um, we went on a lunch date yesterday. Now, now before the lunch date, I was texting with Linda and Christy. Christy is Linda's sister and Caroline, because mm -hmm. we, were, we, we had a little we had to overcome a little obstacle we'll talk about it in a couple of minutes but then I you know I went and had lunch with my wife and I my rule when I went my wife I turn my phone upside down and I turn it on sure. yeah cuz you know how that goes mm -hmm. and I said Charmaine way to if she knows she's met Linda mm -hmm. I said but way to meet Christy and Caroline you are going to love them. Uh, Caroline, you're a mover and shaker. Mike, though, look how God connects the dots, Mike. If you filed correctly, mm -hmm. grew up in Carolina, right. ends up in Indy after you know being a college athlete, okay. goes back to Carolina closer to home, mm -hmm. gets introduced and meets a gentleman who ends up becoming a assistant for Frank Reich, the head right. coach of the Colts, who his wife and him are forming an organization called Not Today. This this assistant falls in love with Caroline. Thankfully, Caroline falls in love with him. They get married two months ago. Oh, by the way, Caroline didn't tell you. Frank does the wedding during a pandemic of the two of them. They marry two months, and here she is helping lead not today. Tell me God doesn't connect the now, dots. Now, if I didn't know better, I would say this is a planned wedding. It was pre-planned all the way along, but it was pre-planned by God, though. Amen, amen. Well, I wish I had, you know... 
more time to tell you even crazier details oh, because, gosh. you know, at our wedding, my, my dad got up and gave a speech, and his entire speech was about how the Lord brought Parks and I together. It is a crazy story wow. how, the, how he ended up in Indianapolis um, mm. and how I did. I mean, it, it, it really is, when you look back, you can't yeah. help but see that the Lord wove this together. He had this planned Absolutely. out, and I'm just glad I finally decided to actually like my husband. We were great friends yes. for about a year. Yeah, she told me. She to told me that the other day, Mike. She was well. We were friends. We like gave each other fist bumps. <laughs> I'm like, well, I hope you're giving more than fist bumps these days. At least a hugger, right? Yeah, right. Anyways, um, <laughs> it, it is amazing. Hey, you're listening. To Hope reigns as a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're talking to Caroline Frazier. She is the director for in Indianapolis for Not Today. Not Today is spelled K-N-O-T, nottoday.org. They're an organization that is going to be a mover and shaker for decades to come, and we believe partnering with Eight Days Hope to help those who've been called to lead organizations to provide hope to those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Sex trafficking is real. Child sex trafficking is going off the charts. And so, Caroline... You're there today in Indianapolis, and Not Today has just launched. Uh, I know that this amazing PSA was just published. Let's talk about the PSA for a minute. PSA, by the way, friends, is called Public Service Announcement. Um, (laughs) Tell the the listeners a little bit about the PSA, and and as importantly, I mean, it's an amazing message, but, but share some of the names, the faces that are on the PSA, and where they can find that. Absolutely. So the amazing thing about the Reichs is they understand their position and they understand, you know, the the power that they have and influence that they have throughout the NFL and the sports community and beyond. And so, you know, they started kicking around this idea of a PSA and, and how can we use our network of influence to make people aware that this is actually happening, happening. You know, I mean, it it is hard to digest that this is actually happening. And so a lot of people just, they kind of say, well, that's happening elsewhere. That's not happening here. Um, And so it was very important to the right to, you know, say, we wish that was true, but unfortunately it's not. It's happening here. I mean, the rights have spent time in San Diego. They've spent time in Philadelphia and now in the Midwest. So literally from coast to coast, uh, they've seen this. And so they started thinking about, you know, the message they wanted to send and and also just how to uh, get it out to the most people, to be honest, with the most influence. And so they started reaching out, and, and you mentioned some of the names. I mean, you're going to know these names whether you pay attention to football, you know, really heavily or, you know, you've just been alive. For the past couple of years, you're going to know these names. And so, I mean, they had Peyton Manning, um, Chris Collinsworth, Tony Dungy, uh, for King and Country, uh, a band, uh, they jumped on board and have been such great supporters. Uh, Mike Tomlin, the head coach of the Steelers. Uh, the list goes on. Kurt Warner, um, you know, of, of men that just stepped up and said absolutely to Frank and Linda. I, I want to support you. I want to support what you're doing. Hand me, hand me the script. I'll read the script, and we'll put it together. Um, and also there were some Colts on board that, you know, as Frank was sharing his heart with some of the – guys on the team, they stepped up and said, Coach, I can't believe this is happening. I want to do it. So T.Y. Hilton, uh, Philip Rivers, uh, DeForest Buckner, these guys stepped up and they don't have to. You know I mean? This this Mm, isn't something that their head coach came to them and said, you have to do. No, I mean, he went and said, would you like to be a part of this? And they said yes. So the PSA is really 
It's on all of our social media channels. Um, and, you know, it has been shared multiple times. And it was actually the first piece of content that we put out from our social media channels. We are still brand new. Um, and the reach has been amazing. Um, in just 24 hours, we were able to have over 24,000 views mm-hmm. on this video to just let people know that this is real, that this is happening in our communities, um, and for us to be able to start paying attention to it. I think that's, that's a big deal to us is that we want people to just pay attention and realize that this is happening and let the Lord stir some, some motivation Amen. in them to get involved in the way. You know, it's just, we're, we're taking it as, it's our job to let them know it's happening. Um, and then we're going to see what the Lord's going to do through them. And the PSA is on our Facebook page, if you scroll back about a week, and it starts with a picture of Frank Wright, but the names are are, are, are big. Yeah. And, and Mike, we're excited to be a part of this, because we're, we're not only excited to partner with Not Today in Indianapolis, but there's a kindred spirit. The more sure. to the story, and, and you're right, we probably need to book you for two segments, uh, two <laughs> weeks. Um, you know, I was in, I was at Call to Courage in Buffalo. Uh, we had moved back here two years ago, and, and Frank and I go way back in, in our friends, and he spoke mm-hmm. at some of our corporate events that the corporation used to lead, and, and Eight Days Hope won, and two, he was there speaking uh, while we were down there serving. But I said, Frank, wait to hear the new arm that we're launching. It's 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 to deal with sex trafficking. And he looked at me, and you thought he had saw a ghost. He goes, oh, my gosh, wait to hear what Linda's about to share in 10 minutes, and that's where she shared. Oh, my. And, and that's how God connected those two dots, and, and sure. more on that another time. But Mike, um, not today. They're gonna they're gonna be an I don't say a powerhouse because that almost sounds self promoting. The influence that not today is gonna have nationally, and the mm-hmm. plan is 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 and in its final stages of coming together, it's gonna be amazing, Mike. Well, I would just listen to Caroline when she said twenty four thousand viewers. Now, my Mister Fix It thing, how how does that? And I'm hoping it does that twenty four out of that twenty four thousand viewers. Where does that get interpreted to? begin to show more awareness or more involvement because i mean this is awesome the powerhouse of this this psa well, and mike and you well, and i've you and i've talked many times the church needs to take the lead we need to take our blinders off oh, how many on. times on yes. the show have you and i talked that pastors it's not an easy topic to talk on a sunday morning with kids there i get it but there's got to be ways we can communicate to people who mm-hmm. love jesus that right. this is real and now they need to take their blinders off and be part of the solution I mean, it's, you're not going to wave a wand. This is not going to go away in one day. No, we need we need to get these statistics in our hands mm. and into our men's groups. Our there's how many churches have breakfasts for the men, a little bit of worship sure. and a message, and send them out. Okay, this has got to be the message, facts, figures, and how tos to stop this from happening. So, Caroline, um, just a couple of minutes left in this first segment. So you've joined Not Today. You've been there a, a whopping two months. You go, girl. Uh, <laughs> newly married, just buying a house. And I think you're closing on your house this weekend, right? We are, we are closing oh, and moving tomorrow okay. morning. God bless oh, wow. you. God tomorrow bless morning. you. All right. So we've been there for a week. And, y- you know, is, is your head on a swivel yet? You know, def- defensive backs. <laughs> I never told you this. I was a defensive back in college. I played college football in Kansas. I can see it. Yeah, okay. I bet you can see it. Yeah, right. 60-year-old guy <laughs> barely walking. Anyways, um, Caroline, we are always taught to have our heads on a swivel because things happen quick and you've got to be aware of what's going left or right. What have you thought the last week watching that facility be gutted and then start to see the plan unfold? It has left us speechless at the end of days. You know, we, we as a team of our mighty team of three of Linda, Christy, and myself, <laughs> we go by the building at, you know, in the evenings just to see because 
we know it's going to be such a dramatic change from when we saw it the day before. And, you know, we've been looking at this building. Krista, Christy and Linda have been looking at this building. They bought this eight months ago. Right. They've, been, they've been immediately jumping into plans of laying this out exactly how it needs to be. And then to walk in and see, oh, that's where that outlet, you know, we put that outlet there. Or, oh, this, this wall is going up. Wow, this hallway is really big. Or this conference room is perfect. To just see it come to life in days has been unbelievable. I mean, you know, you, you hear of these projects taking months and, you know, renovations going on for weeks and weeks and weeks. And for us to walk into our building and just see change happening so quickly, but also so joyfully, everyone that's working in there is just loving what they're doing, loving what they're a part of. And it really has been such a it is lit a fire within just us to know that we're not alone in this. We Amen. have so many people on board with Amen. us, and we actually can get this done. This is not too big of a job for us. I mean, it does get overwhelming at times, but when you have such great people that come in and can can make things happen and get things done, it just motivates you to get even more done for this. Talking to Caroline Frazier, she uh, is with an organization called Not Today. Not Today is based in Indianapolis. That's where their national headquarters will be. They also have a local regional arm called Ascent 121 that's in the same building. Mike, the 17,000-square-foot building six days ago had 17,000 square feet of carpeting that had to be pulled up. By you? Yeah, by my hamstrings. I can still barely walk. There you go. Um, but, you know, had to be gutted, uh, plumbing, uh, light fixtures, electrical, sure. painting, flooring. Uh, permits need to be pulled by local contractors. We've had a couple challenges that God has opened up doors. I mean, the volunteers, last night, they normally work from 7.30 to 4.30, but last night, some of them wanted to get a little bit further. They were still there at 5.30, quarter to six at night. It's amazing to see, though, the body of Christ, Mike, seeing a problem, but also seeing part of the solution with not today. Absolutely. And great leadership. I believe Harold Dawson again. Yeah, yeah. He, he you know. Hey, no, no nonsense now. No, yeah. But he is smiling, I but gonna, he is no nonsense. I was going to ask Caroline, did you see, has, has he smiled yet <laughs> he on is, this he trip? Yes. Well, that's so funny. I had people tell me, I met Harold a couple of weeks ago when they came for a visit. And I saw the no-nonsense, Harold. But ever since he has been Good. here this trip, he has been joking and smiling. I want to say, Harold, you put on this hard front, but you're a soft <laughs> you, you smile. You have a good time. But, man, you talk about someone that can mobilize people yes. and get people focused on what they're doing. I mean, it, it's amazing and to he watch gets him it work. Done. And, and Harold, Harold's one of our 160 volunteer leaders, Mike. He doesn't uh -huh. get paid by us. Yes, that's I mean, incredible. this is the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, you know. At the end of the day, you're looking at four to five hundred thousand dollars of work mm -hmm. being done for free for the kingdom. And yeah. here's a gentleman who is a leader in the in the corporate world, leading construction sites, mm -hmm. now leading fellow Christians because he loves the Lord. Sure. But he is no nonsense. But think about it. He's got 55 people there today. Ultimately, that fall under his leadership. And Steve's calling him every two hours. How are we doing? Any, you know, <laughs> how can I pray? You know, you doing okay? Are you smiling? Are you loving people? Um, but but I tell you, he's enjoyed Caroline. Um, you, Linda, and Christy have done a wonderful job, too, of encouraging the volunteers. Mike, I was telling you, and gosh, we've we got to go to a break, but real quick, 
the uh, the you know they come by and they bring the down south they call them happies, and, and, and so <laughs> happies yeah happies those they're little gifts you know t shirts and okay. they played Bible Bible trivia one night they brought ice cream to the job site they brought a the, the cornhole game we had a cornhole tournament gave away prizes at the end of the night you know, workers serving for twelve hours and they're playing cornhole like it's the Super Bowl I'm like guys it's cornhole they're like dude get out of my way you're distracting me uh, you guys have made it such a joy and. and and we want to hear more about that, but we do have to go for a break. I'm sorry. Anyways, hey, welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're talking to Caroline Frazier of Not Today in Indianapolis. To learn more about Not Today, go to nottoday.org. Learn more about what God is doing through Eight Days of Hope. Go to 8daysofhope.com. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products at Provia.com, P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. 2020 is going to be a busy year and you'll have plenty of opportunities to come love and serve those in need with 8 Days of Hope. One of the new arms of the ministry is our safe house construction ministry. We travel the country and we partner with an existing ministry and help them renovate, build, or remodel facility to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. For more information, as always, please go to our website. Eight Days of Hope started as a disaster relief ministry, and it has continued to grow since then. We partnered with an organization called Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball partnered with us when we went to Houston, Texas after Hurricane Harvey. We partnered with the Houston Astros, we rebuilt eight baseball diamonds in Bigger Than Ball, then put on a free sports camp. Eight Days of Hope is much more than disaster relief. For more information about this ministry or any arms of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're we're, we're ripping and roaring today, Mike. Oh, man, we're just moving right along. What a great show. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I had my last cup of coffee at 5.13 this morning. 5.13? And, and so this, I'm still, this is natural, brother. You're still buzzing. <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> How many kidding? Caroline Frazier, thank you for joining us. She's calling from Indianapolis, Indiana. We're serving Not Today, nottoday.org. Um, so we have a week left, Caroline, and I know that they're putting drywall up today. They're doing plumbing. They're painting the building. So much has happened the last week. Um, not Today is, is going to make a difference for decades to come 
you were you were a reporter in essence for two football teams of the National Football League and now what you're doing is kingdom related you go to bed at night and i know again your your life might be swirling right now cuz a lot's going on but when you're not thinking about the house you're closing on or your new city that you've moved back to or you know you've been married 2 months when you think about not today and where god has you what goes through your mind i'm humbled uh, i'm i'm humbled and I'm constantly learning, and I think that's been something I, I'm just speechless about, that I'm in this opportunity to, you know, and I mentioned this, of just learn what breaks the Lord's heart and what He wants us to work for. And I was very blessed with a career that was entertainment, and it was very fast-paced, and it was very fun, um, but now I just feel like I'm, I'm doing more important work. And I'm able to, you know, be surrounded by people that are very like-minded and, and love the Lord and, and want to disciple for Him and, you know, work on things that also break the Lord's heart. So I really just, I spent a lot of time just sitting and trying to listen. And I think you mm. probably saw that when I we did. went um, to sure. dinner. I, I, I'm surrounded by very experienced and smart and God-loving people and so I do a lot of listening, and I, I know what my strengths are, and I'm going to try and use my strengths with all my might uh, in this role, but I also have a lot to learn, and I want to make sure that you know, I'm stewarding this opportunity well, and I'm, I'm listening, and I'm taking everything in so that when we do make a move for not today and knowing the weight of what that means, when we make a move for not today, we're making a move for children. We're making a move to you know, protect the most vulnerable and I want to make sure that we're That's in right. a position to do that the way that the Lord wants us to, and not the way that maybe we can get caught up in our emotions and how we think it should be done. Well, I'm telling you, Caroline, that just the uh, uh, the excitement that you bring, even just in your voice and everything. That, uh, but t- let me back up on something. Here, here you are, uh, a reporter in the NFL, the cat's meow job. People are uh, would just die to have that uh, for t- for two teams and. Tell me the experience and those around you when you start talking about, well, there's more. You made the statement, there's more important. There's things mm-hmm. more important than football. What, what kind of reaction were you getting, and how did that transpire? Yeah, a lot of people thought I was crazy. Um, when I <laughs> Welcome to the club, girl. <laughs> yeah, they thought I was nuts. Um, because actually, when I left the Panthers, I did not announce where I was going. I, you know, I was in a very public light. My, you know, when people go on my social media, they're like, oh, you're verified. You have a blue check mark. You have all these followers. You, you know, oh my goodness. And I didn't, I didn't really know. I knew the opportunity was there was not today, but we were still working through the details of what that was going to look like. I just knew that, you know, this was time I was, I was getting married and I wanted to go and, and start that life with my husband and, I wanted to, I knew that I was going to step away from my, you know, job at the time and, and make a career change. So I just left and I left people that I had opened, you know, a lot of my personal life to through social media and that, you know, followed the Colts or followed the Panthers or were just NFL fans. I had let them into my life a little bit and I said, guys, I'm leaving sports. I don't have anything for you of where I'm going. Um, but you know, thank you for your support. And I mean, it, it, it was—I mean, it—it it was very. People were like, 
Well, where are you going? But also, are, are they hiring for your job? I would like it. You know, and, and so I, it was It was very, um, for me, it was very calming. I was very ready for the move. I knew that this was the right decision. Okay. My heart just wasn't in it anymore. Sure. I, you know, I, I wasn't getting the joy out of my job that I had once gotten. Um, and so I knew it was time to leave. But, I mean, yeah, to your point, it was, I don't. I still think some people don't quite understand what I'm doing, but I'm I'm yeah. happy in it. And I and and so once I knew that I was going to you know still use my gifts of communication, and that's really what I enjoyed about my job. It was the relationships, um, and it was being able to tell a story about a guy that you know he may have he may have missed the kick that he needed to make, and that you know busted your fantasy team on Sunday. But you know he may have a special needs kids at home, and yeah. and that's. You know, where he, that's his story. Football is just what he does, but his story and his life is what happens at home and where he came from. And so that's where I got a lot of my joy in my job. And so I knew that I would be able to find that and, and do just more intentional work uh, somewhere else. And so that was, it was just my time. I had done that. You know, I had chased that broadcast career for 10 years. And it was difficult. Don't get me wrong that it was just a rip the Band-Aid off and here I go. And, sure. you know, it, it was a lot of tough conversations. And I'm still going through this of, you know, finding out what is it that motivated me in that job and what is it that's going to motivate me in this job. And um, and just working through those, those different, when you make a big change, working through those, you know, decisions that you made. And it has been, I've never looked back, though. And I tell my husband that all the time. I'm so happy. I've, I'm, I never look back and think, did I make the right Good decision? Because awesome. when I lay down at night, I know what I did to better the kingdom. I, I know what I did to pay attention to what the Lord wants me to do. And and it may not, I may feel, you know, not adequate to do it. And I may feel like, did I do that correctly? But I know that I'm, I'm learning and I'm evolving and I'm doing things that I'm supposed to be doing right now. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. And this week we're in multiple states doing multiple projects, some for natural disasters, uh, one for a human disaster, sex trafficking. Mm. We're renovating a facility in Indianapolis for an organization called Not Today. And today we have Caroline Frazier, who's the director of the Indianapolis chapter of the area. Uh, also, Ascent 121, a regional uh, organization, is based out of the same building. And uh, one week left, Caroline. And so here's the plea world, 200 cities. If you know how to put flooring down, or if you're a professional painter, you could actually meet Caroline next week. <laughs> you didn't know you'd be coming to Indianapolis. We're looking for, gosh, you know, Harold doesn't know I'm asking for this, but oh I'd love to see two or three professional painters saying, you know what, Steve, we live in Cincinnati. We're going to come over for three days and help you guys you move go. forward. I'd rather have a little bit more than not enough. But if you know how to put flooring or painting down, that's where we're at. They're putting drywall up today in Indianapolis in a 17,000 square foot facility. Beautiful facility, Mike. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And um, that's, we're going to be working with Not Today for many, many years. Eight Days of Hope and Not Today. Uh, so excited for that. Caroline, we only have a couple minutes left. Um, uh, one quick question and then one last quick question. First quick question, and it's, it's probably too deep for quick, but <laughs> today there's a child being trafficked. Someone is selling them to somebody else in Indiana, um, in New York, in Iowa, across the country. The facility that you're 
going to be operating on, that you're one of the leaders are, you will be the glimmer of hope once they're rescued. What goes through your mind when you know that today, right now, against their will, someone's being taken advantage of and needs your help? It's heartbreaking. Um, it's heartbreaking because of how vulnerable children are and that they can't fight for themselves. They, they you know, they listen to adults. And, and unfortunately, these kids and these children are, are, are put in a position where sometimes they don't even know any better. This has been happening so long in their life um, that they, they don't know that this isn't normal. And we want these kids to be healthy emotionally, spiritually, physically, and there needs to be an intervention on their behalf. Amen. Amen. And that's what we're working for. And it, it, it is heartbreaking. And it is heavy. And I get why people, you know, want to say, oh, that doesn't happen here, because it's hard to think about. It'll keep you up at night thinking, how can we do more? How can we intervene more? Um, you know, with Not Today, we're focused on our three initiatives of awareness, prevention, and restoration. Amen. And this building um, that Eight Days of Hope is helping with, it's going to restore lives. The, these kids, I mean, you mentioned the local service provider. They had to turn away 50 children last year because they didn't have space. They Good didn't have the, the space to be able to counsel these children and, and bring them in and restore them. We're hoping that with this building, they'll be able to reach 175 children that need, need this love and need this safe space uh, to just be given a chance to be a child. Amen. Um, and, yeah. and so that, that is what we, we keep at the middle of what we're doing. And, and our focus is, you know, we're going to do exactly what, we we can do and what the Lord's going to allow us to do, and it's way bigger than anything that we can plan. Amen. Mike, we only have a couple minutes, but your thoughts today, talking to Caroline, what, what's going through your mind? I have to go back to what we say every week, because I'm so tied up right now as Caroline's speaking about my 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 grandkids, the beautiful, and, and my neighbors, and the people I know, and my church. <clears throat> Pray. Hmm. Uh, volunteer, and you must donate specifically to this. This is so horrendous, and why we turn our cheek the other way is just I I, I can't grasp that. And uh, I want to do everything I can. I know you do, and organizations like <clears throat> Not Today and others, uh, they want to do everything they can. And, uh, you know, I pledge my life to do everything I can to get an, an awareness. I like their, their goals, awareness, prevention, 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 yes. and then um, restoration when it does happen. Amen. So. Pray, volunteer, donate. Go to nottoday.org, nottoday.org. Go to 8 Days of Hope. 8daysofhope.com. Again, if, you, um, if you're if you gifted with painting or flooring, um, just email us, safehouse at 8daysofhope.com. If you want to shoot over to Indianapolis this week, we'll see what we can do. We literally have two minutes. I want to play a game with you real quick, Caroline. Okay. You've met some of the volunteers and some questions. If you don't know the answers, you can do a pass and we won't penalize you. <laughs> Here we go. Um, 
Who's the hardest person to understand that's there? I know you want me to say Ricky, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> Ricky from Kentucky? <laughs> I'm, not, okay. I'm not saying Ricky right. because I'm from South Carolina and okay. speak the same language. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> what's been the, um, what was their sleeping arrangements like, 10 seconds or less? Where, where, are, they, where are these volunteers sleeping Hot. at? They are sleeping in cots. I'm talking about air mattresses and cots that they fold out and have blankets <laughs> over it. And they're in a community room where just everyone, it, it, I, I, I could not believe it. And the, these are, the, and I, I'm not meaning this in a, in a bad way. These are not young people. <laughs> okay. All right. Next question, Caroline. All right. I get it. I get it. I get it. But you do, you do bring that up to me. You said, Steve, how humbling. You know, I, I thought you guys were staying down at the Marriott or something. I'm like, Marriott? This is eight days of hope. Um, uh, when you see the building and you see the joyful uh, smiles of the volunteers, different ages, some young like a Chandler to someone that's a little bit more experienced, when you leave there, what's going through your mind? I'm encouraged. I'm so encouraged cool. that, that things are getting done and people are love, love the Lord and are just joyful. And so, I mean, it really has, it is a little fire underneath us to just stay steadfast in it. It's going it. to get heavy, oh, but yeah. gosh, we're, we're so encouraged. Now, you know, I'm coming back next week to paint. Did you see my painting shorts, Caroline? I did. I did. <laughs> you, you, but you crafted those. Those weren't real. I mean, you kind of did those. All right. Just, all right, so so we're we're gonna end on that night note, Mike. But but for eight years, I've worn these shorts on any painting job, either personally or with Eight Days of Hope. And of course, the line is, "Steve, did you get any paint on the walls?" <laughs> uh, but anyways, Caroline, thank you so much. We appreciate you. NotToday.org, K N O T, NotToday.org, EightDaysOfHope.com. Sex trafficking is real. Children are being trafficked every day. Pray, volunteer, donate. Father, we thank you for Caroline. Mm, we thank yes. you. For not today, bless her. Yes, bless her husband. Uh, bless Father the outreach of not today. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, for the volunteers. Let them finish all they can, yes. Father, in the next seven days. Mm-hmm. Father, we just ask you that you stir this nation mm-hmm. to take its blinders off and realize this problem is real. That's right. Pray, Father, that Father, we pray that uh, people will become prayer warriors. That people yes. will want to volunteer with Eight Days of Hope That's on right. this project and other projects. And Father, that people would use the resources that are your resources. Mm-hmm. To Help not today and eight days hope continue to do what we do. Father, be with Caroline today. In Jesus' name we pray. Right. Amen. 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 Thank you, guys. Caroline, I'll see Thank you tomorrow, you. girl. See ya. God bless Thank you. you. <laughs> Caroline Frazier with Not Today. And we have literally 40 seconds, Mike. Oh, my. What, what goes through your mind? Hey, someone that's, uh, you know, we, we said this on the previous shows, God prepares you in the job you're in for the job he wants to take you to. Yes. And that's where she's ended up. She was in front of a camera for NFL football teams, and sure. now she's leading the charge communications-wise with Not Today. Hey, thank you for joining Hope Reigns today. I hope that you were encouraged. Don't get discouraged about some of the things we talked about. Be encouraged that the body of Christ is responding. Hurricane Laura, we're still there in Lake Charles. Hurricane Sally, we're getting ready to help out any way we can. Pray, volunteer, donate. Go to 8daysofhope.com. You can mail a donation to our P.O. Box. That address is on our website and our Facebook page. Mike, we'll see you next week, brother. Looking forward to it. Love you too. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope.
Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.